Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thanks. You too. (laughs) I'm happy to be here. (laughs) I'm glad you're happy. Like 20 minutes ago when we first started talking, I wasn't sure you were happy, but. I think I've gotten there (laughs) since. Erica and I just spent the last like 25 minutes catching up because we haven't talked to each other like hardly all week because she's been dead. (laughs) I am and have been dead. She (laughs) is back, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Just for you. Just for the like honestly crew. Nice to have you alive and well. So what's happened this week? What have I missed? So I mean, man... I had a weird thing happen at work today or this week that um, I like briefly texted you about, but I wanted to tell everybody as our opening story. So, was this a little girl? Mm-hmm. So we were mm-hmm. kind of talking about like um, in our last maybe two episodes ago, one episode ago, about like conspiracy theories and how I'm kind of like into that right now and how I'm into like aliens and like whatever right mm-hmm. now. Well. And aside from that, I've, I've gone to a couple like meditation circles and like things that I'm just not like normally into. I'm just trying to like broaden my horizons and learn about other things. Wait, hold on. You, okay. You made a reference to that the other day when you, you were like, I'm going to something about the next circle. And I was like, wait, I don't. Did I know about this? The meditation circles? I told you I went to it. It was when we made, um, we made like flower crowns. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So it was just like, uh, it was the weekend of the first day of spring and it was just like a spring equinox, like cleanse your mind, meditate, like we did like a circle. It's yeah. Yeah. Okay. She, it was so funny in it. She was like, okay, I'm going to make you guys all step out of your comfort zones. And like, everyone was like, uh, and we all kind of like looked at each other and she's like, I'm not going to make you get naked. Don't worry. <laughs> and then she was like, we're just going to sing. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to get naked. <laughs> like I'll get naked instead. I was going to say, I was like thinking back to like when you were doing uh, toy parties and I was like, how many times has Mariah been in the opposite situation where she's like (laughs) rubbing your hands like, ha 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 ha, I'm going to make you all so uncomfortable. Oh my God. No, literally. Like I will totally dish it out, but I cannot handle it. Me either would die. I And this is why I avoid, I'm like not a big person on like going to like company uh, okay, this is the fun- sorry, very short story. Like whenever I interview people um for my job, like when they're interviewing for my job or for my company and they like ask about cu- culture and stuff, I'm like, yeah, like it's super great. Like they have all these like um culture committees and like events and they do all this stuff and like in my head I'm like, I don't go to any of it because <laughs> I, I don't go like- to none of these. <laughs> Because I don't like talking and I don't like being put on the spot and I hate icebreaker games, so I'm good. <laughs> so I like I like stuff like that if I'm more in control, but I don't like being like completely out of my comfort zone. But that's all about you don't grow when you're in your comfort zone. So mm-hmm. that's Preach. why I went to this. I'm gonna make you come to one with me when you come to Alaska. Yeah, it it was good. Like it was it was fun, and it was like it's just cool to like connect with other women. Like as I get older, I feel like I really value that more than ever before. Yeah. But anyway, so I was like telling Erica that I was gonna bring this girl from work, this little kid at work. Um, to my next circle because she's gonna be like a little child prodigy but um so she was like drawing with me and I was like oh what's that what's that a picture of and she was like oh that's that's like my chair and I was like it's your chair and she's like yeah the aliens brought it to me and she's like it's but it's from a different spirit world from when I was a baby and I was like what do you mean? And she was like, yeah, I was in a different spirit world when I was a baby. I mean, like this girl's four and a half. Mm. So mm-hmm. like <laughs> I texted Erica and I was like, what came first? Like aliens or psychology? Because like, this is something that before the, like before I was kind of like introduced to this whole like world and like 
like just meanings and like spiritual paths and like things like that, like I would have been like, okay, that person like needs psych or like you hear about (laughs) these people who have been like labeled as crazy and it's like, they tell you they need psych, but then like, okay, well what came first? Like psych or aliens in different spirit worlds? Yeah. So it's interesting um, thinking about like, they say that kids you know, are more susceptible to being able to see or, you know, I don't know, interact with, I guess, but like other beings, like other like spiritual like beings. And I guess that, I don't know if that applies to aliens or not. I don't know shit about aliens. You're the, you're the expert here. But, um, but, but what I was thinking is like, imagine like you have this experience as a child when you are like more open to, you know, uh, you know, what is out there and then you grow up and you're just told that like you're insane and you're given medication for it. And like, obviously that's going to like, I think I say obviously as if I know these things, but like that probably closes off like whatever those sensors are or like that, like make you more, I don't know, open and receptive to like other, other beings. Um, so like anyway, that was it. That is where my head went when you were talking about like adults and like people that are just told that they're crazy. Yeah, like it is interesting. I mean, yeah, it's it's really interesting because like I did work on a psych unit at one point in my like grad school days. I was on a psych unit for a little while, and like it was just really interesting. I mean, some of that stuff is like actually like really really out there you know like I had patients telling me that like I was their secret squirrel sent from like secret squirrel planet and like I like just weird things that like I'm like okay I can't really like draw a connection to anything that I've ever heard anybody else talk about right I've heard people talk about other spiritual worlds and other dimensions and other like whatever so the fact that this little girl like either her mom or dad is like really into that or like she has something legit there. Have you ever, I know you've read, cause I think we've talked about it, but like those Buzzfeed articles or whatever that are like the creepiest things my kid has ever said. And it's just like people that write in stories of, of, of things like this where they're, I love um, those. <laughs> I do too. And I, and I just think it's so fascinating when they have very vivid memories of like a past war, you know, just like, things that they would never be able Mm -hmm. to just conceptually um make up one that always sticks out to me with that and then we can move on to what we're scheduled to talk about (laughs) one that always sticks out with me um to me with that is that kid that he was like two or he was probably like three and they were in Chicago and they were not from Chicago. He had never been to Chicago. They were like driving through Chicago and he was like mama that's my building. And he like pointed to this apartment complex and he was like, I died in a fire in that building or like I died there. And he was like, he said the name of this like older woman's name. And, um, he was like, yeah, my name was like Susan or something. And he's like, and I, Susan died there. And I really, I really like Susan's life, like something like that. And then the mom was like, okay, like take a nap you're like, you're losing it. And she did some research and it ended up that like 40 years ago, like that building did catch on fire and a woman did die. What do you do? What do you do if your kid says that? I don't like, I don't know. I don't know. I start. I think I start asking a lot of questions. I think I would start asking a lot of questions too. And I would try to keep that like open to when they, so that like, you know, because like you said, like society really influences our abilities and like, you know, the things that I've learned are just that, like everybody has this capability. It's just whether or not you're open to it. So like, are you in tune with your like sixth sense kind of thing? So, mm-hmm. but like a lot of people's sixth sense just like goes away because society influences it. So I think if my kids ever said something like that, like I would try to keep it going and like not let society impact them at all on that so that when they were like finally old enough to like rationalize and discuss things that they could like actually have a a conversation with me about it versus like okay what are you like what's this two-year-old talking about 
Mm-hmm. You know, I thought about that for some reason. Uh, I think it was like late at night and I, I must have heard something or Rowan was being weird. Like sometimes he sees things on the, on the wall. Like there's like one spot in our bedroom where there's like a nail still in the wall from like where the previous tenants like had hung something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he sees it and he thinks it's like a something Mm -hmm. and then he starts like whining and he's very relentless it must have been something anyway I got to thinking and I was like I wonder like if that's uh if that's a ghost or if that's like a blah and I was like no you know what I'm gonna keep myself shut off from this because I don't need any like those children visiting me I don't I I'm happy to say I it's out there somewhere but I don't need to see it (laughs) Yeah, so see, but, like, you probably won't because you you put that, like, barrier up. Like, nope, not for me. Yep, exactly. Whereas I, I'm I like, okay, like, I don't want you, like, jumping out at me, but, like, come at me. You know? <laughs> you, you freak. <laughs> anyway, I was just going to say something that will probably haunt you, but I'm going to say it anyway. What if there was, like, a picture hung there of, like, somebody who recently passed away and, like, Rowan knows it? or Enzo I don't remember who you said it was it's Rowan Rowan would yeah if between Rowan and Enzo Rowan would he would know (laughs) he's in touch with his other spiritual world yeah he's in touch with anything that might be a threat (laughs) to his (laughs) well-being holy crap well that's my intro story for the week spirit worlds that was fun I want updates. I do enjoy it. Occasionally Mariah will send me um, like Snapchats or something and she's like, "Um, so my kid just um, pointed at this corner and said that there is like something there and so now we're going to go. A black black shadow. Oh yeah, that's what. Yeah, this kid was like, I don't like, I don't like that black thing looking at me and I was like, what black thing? Where is it? (laughs) He's like, it's right, it's right there. You don't see it. And I was like, mm-mm, but let's go to the other room anyway. <laughs> and also burn this place down. Speaking <laughs> of, um, you know, adulting. <laughs> Speaking of adulting, that's what we're talking about today, which I feel like this is maybe going to be a little bit um, repetitive with what, like the things that we've talked about before, but we thought that we talked about this so much, we might as well make it a whole damn episode. right (laughs) so things that are hard that we didn't expect to be hard once we were an adult also this topic started as like things that you didn't know were expensive until you were an adult and the I don't remember all what's on that list but it always stuck out to me that a shovel is on that list (laughs) a shovel because what in the actual frick with like things that you need in your daily life. Like I couldn't live in Alaska without a shovel, but why am I spending like on a nice shovel that's not going to break apart? Why am I spending 50, $50 on a shovel? Dude, I don't know. And I remember that garbage cans were on this list too. Yeah. Um. So silverware was on mine. So listen, guys, I had, when I moved into my first apartment, by myself um after I graduated it's like (laughs) it's a lot it's a lot of things that you have to buy at first and I are you going to talk about the red plastic silverware yes yes (laughs) I have expensive taste but I am cheap and I don't like I don't like I don't know I don't know I just am I there's nothing there's nothing else to add I'm cheap and so I bought you know, I went to like Walmart to like buy all my essential stuff. Like I needed new sheets. I needed silverware. I needed like trash cans, like all of your basic shit. And um, so I got, you know, at Walmart, they had this pack of um, like a ton of silverware, like a whole tray of silverware with like big spoons and little spoons and big forks and little forks and knives and it was fantastic and the whole thing was like 20 bucks and there were so many pieces um but they yeah they were not I mean they were nice they had these like plastic red handles on them and um the part 
of the so like after years and years of use the part of like the metal end so like the spoon part was metal and then there was like a faux metal piece that connected it to the red handle which I didn't know until like you know years later after like washing them a trillion times and the like faux metal piece like peeled off and I was like oh (laughs) (laughs) and so then um yeah I think it was last year where Rob was like okay are we gonna grow up (laughs) yeah he's like just get new silverware and I was like but it's like you know for some middle of the road and I ended up finding some that I really liked but I was just like you know for like not even some high-end silverware it's like 80 bucks for a set that I got and it was like not that many pieces. It's yeah, like I was gonna say, and then you have to buy two if you ever plan on having like another couple over. You have to buy at yeah. least two. But then if you plan on having your family over, you have to buy like four. Yeah, I think we have like three sets of it. So yeah. it's just it's like one of those things where yeah, I will easily drop two hundred dollars on like makeup at Sephora or, you know, on clothes or, you know, something, but like spending $200 on silverware, I'm just, I'm like, do we, why, why? Like (laughs) these, these Walmart ones still get the food in your mouth. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't realize that everyone had so many opinions about them until I got the new ones. So I actually, that was like always one of those things where I was like, Erica's the only one that can pull off having like red silverware. Like you're the only one that I know that can pull off having like colorful kitchen appliances. <laughs> you um, know what that, that reminds me of this? Is, sorry. When I was in high school, I was in this, um, I was in like some class and I remember the teacher like left the room and th- this was back in like my really colorful phase where I wore a lot of neon green. And- I was just going to say, is this the lime? Yeah, this is the lime yes. green phase. Got it. Yeah, and I had like a lime green purse that I would carry around with me, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, this girl was like, she was showing out. She got in trouble all the time from the teacher. Like they just really didn't get along. She was like making this scene. She was, but she made this speech about how they don't get along and how they're like oil and water. And then she was like, we are actually, we're like the colors uh, green and orange. They should never go together except when Erica does it, then it's fine. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, no, it's true, though. Like, you can you can make, like, yeah. yeah. It's like your new feather shoes where I'm like, those are fucking ugly, but <laughs> they work on you. I don't I don't really get it, and I hate them, but I kind of love them on you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's always been you, though. Like, just weird. I send Erica, like, my earthy tones, and she's like, boring. <laughs> I, have to, I have to buy this fluorescent thing that I don't like because Erica will like it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I lost track. Okay, yeah, we were talking about silverware. Yeah, I think that it's funny because we both have expensive taste in things. But where we prioritize what we buy is different. Like, I have no problem spending a lot of money on, like, silverware, like, something that I'm going to like, or, like, pots and pans, like, something like that. Whereas, Mm -hmm. like, I have a hard time spending more than, like, $20 on a shirt. (laughs) And you, like, you don't bat an eye at, like, spending money on clothes. But we both enjoy, we both enjoy expensive taste in each categories. I think that the key thing... And you tell me if this is how it is for you too. So it's like, I don't buy expensive things just because they're expensive. I buy, I can justify spending more money on a shirt. Um, if it gives me, if I look at it and I'm like, oh, I got, I got the feels for that. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where it's like, I, like those shoes that I bought mm-hmm. were too expensive. I shouldn't have bought them, but I for both of them, I was like, I have, I've had this feeling where I was like, I have to have those. I mm-hmm. need them. I need mm-hmm. them in my life. <laughs> and, and that's, that's where I can like justify things. I just don't feel that way about like picture frames and silverware and towels. Like those things. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> like- yeah, no, I, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, 
that those are in like they're the things that you don't appreciate until you have something that's like really nice and like luxurious so for instance towels I was always like that with towels and I was like damn it towels are expensive and I hate this <laughs> but like then I went to somebody's house or is like staying at somebody's house and they had like really really nice towels and I was like Oh, like mm. that's what I've been missing. So I bought a few of them. Like my friend came up to visit this summer and she was like, dude, where did you get those towels? And I was like, right? Like that's exactly what I felt about them. So like, I'm okay with having a few expensive things, but what the fuck towels shouldn't be so expensive. Wait, where did, where are your towels from? Freaking Target. Wait, but why are they so expensive? Well, they, I mean, they weren't like super expensive. They're just like the extra big, like luxurious collection Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, I mean, they're probably like $22 maybe a towel. Man, I'm going to need to get, after this, I'm going to need some links because I'm on the, I've actually been on the hunt for some new towels. Some okay. new towels. Yeah, no, I'll help you. I think they're like $22 a towel, but like when I first started buying things on my own, like you said, when we were like 18 in our first apartment or something, you're not going to go spend $22 on a towel. Like, you're going to get the four pack for $22. And still, bitch, that that's expensive. Yeah, and it's but also it's like you know, especially back in those days, I was like coloring my own hair in my apartment. Like, do you know how many towels I have that are stained <laughs> from bleach or from hair dye or <laughs> something? Uh huh. Uh huh. All of them is the answer. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Every single one I own. Um. All right. If we're continuing on with the household things, um, curtains are really mm. expensive and that's frustrating because I don't even really like curtains but I, feel I don't like, either I feel like right now especially because Alaska is bright in the summer so like the house that I bought has you have to have blackout shades or curtains in your house otherwise you literally won't sleep at night because it doesn't get dark right so the house that I have that I bought came with custom blackout blinds which is great, right? Like it came with oh, it. Yeah. I don't have to measure them. I don't have to hire somebody to come out and install them, whatever. But they're ugly. Oh. But they, I mean, it's probably like $1,000 worth of blinds. Shit. I was going to, I was going to say though, I am for sure more, when it comes down to it, I am more willing to spend more money on some good blinds and just not have curtains because I think if you can in well not in your case if they're ugly but if you can just like spend a little bit more on some nice blinds they look so nice mm -hmm. and are very effective and like you know way easier to clean if you get the nice ones so I think that it's just a thing that I think is ugly anyway because they're not really that they're just tan which I don't love um mm -hmm. but I'm like ooh, would I put white up like no and then what do I do? Like, I think they would just be ugly <laughs> no matter what, but they're nice. They're like, the, you just pull down on them or push up on them. Like there's no strings. Yep. We have those too. Yeah. But they're tan. But like, what's my alternative? Like white, black. I don't know. Uh, they just don't, everything in my house is white, white, black, and gold or like gray. So the fact that these are like warmer, they're just ugly. But like, am, am I going to spend a thousand dollars on them? No. Would I spend a hundred dollars to replace them? Yeah. Yeah. But they're expensive and I didn't, they're like things when you're a kid that like, you know, your parents are like, Ooh, that person has such a nice house. You're like, Oh, I love your curtains. And you're like, don't care. Mm. But like mm -hmm. now I appreciate those things. Oh yeah. Every time I go to any of my friend's houses, I'm like, Ooh, where are these wine glasses? So oh, wine glasses. Holy Ooh, shit. Yeah. You have expensive wine glass taste glassware though I that makes me feel some type of way I love glassware <laughs> there's yeah there is a difference in like a nice wine glass versus like not a nice wine glass also Even, like drinking glasses though I'm just like the ones that we ended up getting from West Elm of course they're from West Elm and they're just like so <laughs> modern and like they have the the I got clear ones and I got this like jewel tone blue that mm. was like my my wedding color you know and I was just oh man I it was like one of those things where you find it and you're like yes I've been looking for you my whole life <laughs> <laughs> marry me oh yeah. my gosh I'm joking um <laughs> I feel like 
yeah, glassware, glassware can make you feel like, um, fancy. Mm -hmm. Like you pour a glass of wine, even if it's cheap wine that you're putting in a fancy wine glass, it makes you feel fancier. Hell yeah. But I've really been digging my 24 ounce plastic tumblers from Walmart. They're 58 cents each. And I use those like on the daily. (laughs) I mean, they're more versatile. You can take them outside. But they're cute too. They're like matte black. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Big fan. All right. Um, (laughs) moving on. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about that's expensive that you didn't realize as an adult? Everything. Well, I, sorry, I was just thinking about in this, but this is just, it's not that different than what we were just saying, but I was just thinking about, I just bought new bowls. Um, but that's, so I feel about bowls and plates and stuff the way that you feel about blinds where I'm just I don't know what it is but it was so hard for me to find bowls that I like just like regular like cereal bowls or whatever and because I I want something I have such and like rugs rugs and like dishes I have Mm. such a there's it just it has to be just right you know what I mean no I get it and Rob and I have been rug shopping like a lot lately because like we needed a new rug for our bedroom and for the for the living room. And it's like, well, you can't. Oh, man, rugs are expensive. Holy hell. So uh, expensive. Right. And so it's like I want something that um, like for downstairs in particular is like I want something that's lighter because everything else is dark. I But I want to I want some kind of something like not a full-blown pattern but I need it to have a little it can't just be plain one color it needs to have a little like texture but it and it can't be too light because we have dogs but it also can't be too dark because their fur shows up on everything right but and then it can't be too textured because the dogs will mat it down but then it can't be untextured because every little thing will show yes yep. and then and then I was like you know we have this weird like landing area up top which is like my area to like fully own and decorate because Rob has his office that he got to decorate. And so I was like trying to explain to him like, okay, I need something that has like a pattern that's like big, but it's not loud and it's not too busy, but it's interesting. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Got <laughs> and, it. Yep. Babe. Okay. But then, but then I got an ad from, mm, I think it was anthropology. Of course, mm-hmm. because it's in the damn free people family. Yep. <clears throat> but it was perfect. It was in it. It was like I, I'm. I love a good jewel tone too, and it was like this kind of like jewel tony type yellow color, and it had like these big, um, like almost like a figure eight type like swooshy patterns, but it was like so sleek and not too much and not tacky and like I don't know, man. But yeah, that's how I feel. And then those damn bowls, I ended up, you know, buying. Bo- that's another thing. Bowls only come in sets of four. So you got to buy multiple. And then I bought them. And here's my pro tip for you guys, because I kept forgetting to do this. Someone always had to call it out for me. And then here's the one time that I didn't check and no one called it out to me. And I just bought them. Make sure your bowls and dishes are microwave and dishwasher safe. Because <laughs> I now have like eight bowls that are adorable, but not dishwasher they're not or <laughs> they're not functional. And now, and they're glass. And so now I feel like I have to walk on eggshells around them because they're not stable enough for a dishwasher. And like, <laughs> what am I doing with them? Like, Why can't things just be simple? Like they were when everybody, there was like three patterns of plates and ready. You're going to know all of them. So there's the ones that your dad had. That were like green, like a white plate, Cornell plate Mm -hmm. with like the green etching. Or -hmm. they're the ones that my dad had that were the same white plate with blue and like Mm -hmm. red berries. Mm -hmm. Or there were the ones that were like whitish, tannish with like the gold, um, (laughs) like almost like, not like Aztec, but like. Yeah. It looked like the old linoleum floor from like the the 90s but just on a plate 
Uh, and then there's my mom, though. Oh, who had like roosters. No, my mom bought my mom had. So this is where I think I get this is where I pick up some of my like, I just don't care about this kind of stuff because um, or I think it's really interesting to like mix and match stuff because my mom had like multiple sets of plates and uh, bowls like from all over the place. I remember we had this set of um, plates that were like what some of them were clear glass and some of them were like a blue clear glass and mm. um and but they were she bought them from like a garage sale mm-hmm, <laughs> like mm-hmm. but they remind me of friend like the show friends like they always their wine glasses were these like clear blue glass and so it's just like seems super 90s to me and then she had this other like you know pattern one that you get at like bed bath and beyond or some shit but yeah so it's like i think and then like all of our all of our mugs and all of our glassware was all like just accumulated like things that we picked up on trips and stuff and so it's just i i think i i picked up on some of that from my mom interesting yeah my grandparents are like super into pottery so they send me pottery a lot i think you have a couple pieces of it i have one yeah, yeah. i use it as like a um or most commonly i use it for um like olive oil Mm. and like salt and pepper and like dipping bread in it yeah i use them a lot when like when i'm hosting as like dips Mm -hmm. and stuff but anyway they have like a really cool collection but pottery is expensive as fuck but i mean i appreciate it because it's handmade but um (laughs) they have like this really cool collection is like everything like doesn't match because it's all made by different artists but it's like all pottery so it all matches yeah. And mm-hmm. I love, I love that. That's goals. But yeah. things you didn't know were expensive and things you didn't care about when you were young either. Like I didn't give a shit about my grandparents' pottery collection that everybody ranted and raved about because I was a kid. And now I'm right. like, so my name's on that, right? Like, I'm going to get that one day, right, Grams? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What else is hard now that you're an adult? Well, let me tell you. <laughs> Finding doctors. Hold on. We need to go to the actual thing that's hard for Eric about that. Making a doctor appointment. Oh, yeah. I was like, (laughs) all of it? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. You're like, why why can't my mom just make my doctor's appointment still? (laughs) Oh, truly. I'm like, please don't. There's just so much about it that I don't like. I don't like when you have a way I hate when um okay I hate when you call a doctor's place and you need to make an appointment for something that's like an actual you need something diagnosed versus you know going for like a checkup or an annual or something um because if it's like a weird thing or if it's not clean cut it's not like oh I have an ear infection and I feel like often you know how on this podcast I often like just go on a tangent and say, say too much information that's how I feel so I have this like receptionist who's like <laughs> so what are we making an appointment for and I'm like, like well you see like two <laughs> weeks ago it started where I blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you're like I have this weird like ache and she's just like okay like I can get you there and you're like no but like I need you to know the details and also yeah, there's like- this like spot and then I have this like cramp and she's like okay so can you come in on Wednesday and you're like but also I need you to know about this like weird hair and like (laughs) but it doesn't even matter because at the end of the day you show up to the appointment and you have to say all of it again anyway like they don't know and so I'm like why do you ask can you just put can you just give me an appointment yeah (laughs) oh it's so funny or it's like, I, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of like an embarrassing one and now it's not going to come to me, but, and it's also always, I don't know why, but it always is probably just me like projecting or something, but I'm like, I feel like they're judging me. I feel like they're being really bitchy and I'm being, having to be really vulnerable here. Like I could really appreciate some more positive attitudes here. Thanks. <laughs> it's definitely like your own insecurities, but like, it's funny because I'm really insecure about stuff with like my body or like making an appointment like oversharing too but like I can tell you like being a medical professional like working in hospitals like we truly do not care and like you truly cannot gross us out and we like won't judge you unless you're like (laughs) you know like you know 
unless you like just don't care, we won't judge you. So like, yeah. Yeah, like uh, if it's just like pure neglect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I could wipe your butt, Erica, and eat a sandwich and then like forget about it the next day where you would be like, Mariah, we can't talk for the next 365 days. Oh, yeah, I was going to say it. that would never not, I would never not be thinking about that. But yeah, like <laughs> I would never, like trust me when I say that like we truly do not care, but I'm the same way. Like if somebody had to like wipe my butt or something I would like never be able to look at them again (laughs) if you guys um are just now starting the podcast and you're going backwards you should listen to episode two (laughs) you'll if you want to learn more about uh that my entire life revolves around poop (laughs) but but here's okay but here's in like a more serious fashion about doctors the really tough thing for me though is I it's it's more of like severe procrastination because um I have had a history of really bad doctors and mm-hmm. so it's really difficult to find like how, there's a jillion doctors how are you supposed to find the one and like it's such a pain in the ass right because they're never open like especially like um like dermatologists or like gynos or like they're never available on Fridays and so you always or the weekend so you always have to go during the week and then for me it's I've I have all of these doctors already lined up for when I was living you know in my in my hometown and it's now not practical for me to because for years now I've been driving to Frisco like 45 minutes Mm mm-hmm you know, to, to go see these doctors just because it's, that's easier to me than just finding a new one. Right. No, I, I get it. I totally get it. And the scary reality now that we're adults is like, not all doctors know everything. And like, not all doctors are good doctors. Whereas like when you're a kid, you're just like, Oh, I'm going to my doctor. Like they'll answer my questions. And like the doctor said, but like now it's like, now I know doctors that are not good doctors. And I'm like, Oh my God, I would never let you take care of like, you know, my next door neighbor's cat that I hate. Yeah. And and (laughs) let alone me. (laughs) Right. And like, I, I mean, I'm not going to go all into it, but like, you know, I had this guy, my gynecologist I've been seeing since I was 17 years old. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it's one thing. um, And I, you know, I was kind of like going through, I was talking to you about this, about like my dogs, like vet, Um, they go to a Banfield, which is like inside of a, a PetSmart. And it's fine. I signed my Rowan up when I got him um, there just because it was like the closest vet to me and I didn't really know any different. And it's just easy. Like I have like a wellness plan through them. It's so easy just for like their regular checkups and stuff. But now more and more as the dogs are getting older, it makes me nervous because, you know, if something happens, I don't necessarily trust that vet to like handle like surgeries and like well, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, you're okay with going to like a hair salon in the mall for a trim, but like if you want to go yeah. somewhere for like a full color, like they're both hairstylists, right. you might get lucky, but like you're probably going to go to the nice salon. Right. And like but th- with doctors it's sometimes hard to tell. So it's like Frisco's a really nice city and like the my gynecologist is in like a really nice building. She has her own practice like in the last I think I don't know some sometime in the last 10 years she opened her own practice. Like she's crazy busy, which tells me that she should be a good doctor. And I, you know, over the years have not really I just have gone to her for um my annuals. Just because that's what I was supposed to do. No, no real issues. But when I did have, you know, in the last five years, when I have had issues, every time I've gone to her, she's been an asshole and like so not helpful, just like really bad bedside manner. And to the to the point where I've been like, okay, I really do need to find someone else because it's taking so much time to drive out here to she's always late, always late. Like every appointment takes like two hours of me being in the building and not not even including the 45 minute drive time on each end. 
And so like all of a sudden I have to take like a day off work just to go to my doctor. Go to the appointment that you don't even want to go to. Right. So anyway, but this is all really fresh for me because I actually did. I am trying a new a new uh, gynecologist and I actually have an appointment on Monday. So yeah, we'll see though. But it's weird because I'm, I like made the appointment, but I'm like going to be on my period. Sorry guys, if this is TMI. And so now I'm like freaking out, like, is that weird? Like, I don't, I just, now I have, now I'm like so late. Like I, I used all my energy just to like set this appointment and like go through the whole thing of like being a new patient and blah, blah, blah. And then now I'm like, shit, do I need to move it? But out of laziness, I'm like, mm, I think I might just go. Is that weird? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's allowed. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. This is a lot different, but like I've had a Brazilian before when I was on my period. Interesting. Aren't they? That's that's very different. Well, I oh, the only reason I I pause there is isn't it? Aren't you like more sensitive? Like your skin is more sensitive when you're on your period? Oh, I don't know. I that's what I've always heard is that you're not supposed to go within a week like the week before your period and or like on your period only because your skin is more sensitive so it's like it hurts more. <laughs> oh, I mean it hurts like a bitch either way, so I didn't really notice a difference with it hurting more. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if it was my first one I would have noticed a difference but like that shit fucking hurts either way so <laughs> oh yeah um yeah I don't know you'll have to update update us on that if anyone knows between now and then if Erica should cancel her appointment let us know <laughs> I know and the problem the other shitty thing is that I have really awful service in my house and a lot of times if people call me, it goes right to voicemail just because I, like I don't have service. And so they called to uh, confirm my appointment and it like went to voicemail. And um, that probably would have been the time. And then, of course, I've just been so busy that and probably I could have made time. But, you know, excuses, excuses. So yeah. I guess we'll find out on Monday. <laughs> 2021, ladies and gentlemen, Erica doesn't have cell phone service and I don't have internet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I know Rob, Rob the other day was talking about one of his employees. He's like, yeah, like they just moved and apparently their house is in like a dead zone. I'm like, yeah, I feel that. And he's like, it's not that bad. I'm like, for you, because Rob and I right now, are he's on AT&T and I'm on Verizon. So he has service in the house, which is, by the way, like I love Verizon. Like I really don't want to have to switch. But I was like, yeah, like Rob, I don't get phone calls because like people have <laughs> called me and been like, like one of my friends I, um, sometime this year was like, Hey, like I called you, but um, I don't know if you're busy and blah blah blah. I was like, oh yeah, thanks for texting me because I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, yeah, wow, making doctor's appointments, guys, do it, but it's hard. Ugh, yeah, making your own appointments. I don't even have a doctor in Alaska still. So imagine, like, and then and then you're gonna have kids. And then you have to not only make your own doctor's points, but you have to make – oh, you know what the other shitty thing about being an adult um, that is doctor adjacent? Insurance. Oh, my God. I don't have that either. <laughs> oh, my God. Aren't you supposed to? Like, isn't – aren't you – isn't there – I don't know anything about this. Um. Yeah, I don't either. I was going to say, isn't it like illegal? But that seems really extreme. So, I don't think that's the right term. <laughs> there was like, well, okay. So I haven't actually dealt with that yet. And I don't think I'm going to because half of last year I did have insurance. So you basically you just, I think it was like a thing with Obamacare. I don't know, guys. I am like, so for somebody who works with health insurance, I'm so uneducated about this. But um, basically there was like a fee that you had to pay on your taxes if you... Um, that's what it was didn't have insurance but I think I'm good for this year I I don't even know if it's still a thing anymore to be honest I don't know if like we got rid of that or not yeah I was insured for half of the year last year but then when I so I was like a traveling therapist still working at the place that I work for so I had insurance under my travel company but then once my contract ended with them I signed on with the place that I was working at but as like their employee so I was no longer contracted in and they Mm -hmm. don't offer insurance so I have no insurance that's a big bummer yeah which is why I don't have a doctor (laughs) yeah I don't I don't blame you and it's you know like I feel bad because I (laughs) Rob um, being a diabetic is very impatient with me when I want to complain about insurance because 
you know, obviously as someone with a pre-existing condition, it's like very expensive. And then all the, the supplies and everything that he needs to, you know, like live is very expensive. And, um, and so that I'm like bitching because I've, cause like when I, I, when I was on my, on my parents' insurance, it was bomb ass insurance. It was so good. Yeah. And like, you know, I never had like a deductible or like, I don't even know the terminology. I'm so okay. dumb. But like, yeah. Or I always had to pay like a $20 copay, but I, we had between the, the three or four of us like would always meet the deductible or like whatever that minimum amount was like uh-huh. so fast. And so like, um, anyway, and so like now I have like a $600 like d- d- deductible, which sucks for me because I don't go to the doctor enough. So I like never meet that. That's and like he's- really cheap though, just so you know. I know. And that's what Rob keeps telling me, but I'm just like being a big baby about it. And I'm just like $600. Yeah. That, yeah. I, yeah, I was like insurance shopping and the cheapest I could find was like a $1,500 deductible for me. And I was like, you know what? Like, I don't, I hopefully, my appendix already ruptured. Like, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Like, hopefully nothing bad will happen. And then I'll just pay the 1500 Like, hopefully whatever happens and I need to go to the doctor for it will be less than $1,500. So. Uh, here, here's hoping. <laughs> I mean, like, the only thing that my body can, like, spontaneously do, like, that would require emergency surgery is my gallbladder. Like I already, my appendix already did its thing and I was insured then. So what if your eardrum popped? I mean, I have another one. Dude, that, no, (laughs) no way. You can't just let that go. I know. But like, I still think that I could do that for less than 1500. Oh, okay. That's the criteria. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Like I cut my finger really bad. Um, like a couple of weeks ago, I was like cutting with scissors and I like literally cut my finger because it left my pinky in the way and I like sliced right through it. And I was like, I think I should get stitches, but I know how to do that on my own if I need to because I'm not paying an emergency room bill for that. So I didn't. But if I had insurance, I probably would have gone to the emergency room that day. <laughs> oh, gross. You know, this is a short anecdote, but... um at the beginning of the pandemic, Rob went to, I guess it was right before, it was right before the pandemic started. Rob was playing basketball at like, I don't know, the Y or something. And someone elbowed him in the face and he had to get stitches in his um, eyebrow. (laughs) And so the, but it was like a weekday night. So he had to go to a hospital. Mm Mm-hmm. Fast forward, when they start rolling out vaccines, um, the hospital that he went to was like one of the only like private hospitals at first that had doses or had vaccines. And they were um, prioritizing people like uh, a lot of the hospitals Patients. now have like, yeah, like, but you had to have like an online portal set up uh-huh. and he already had one set up. Um, and that's how he got the vaccine like really quick. I mean, obviously he's diabetic too, but I mean, I know other diabetics in, in Dallas who weren't able to like get on a list soon enough. And it was just, it just so happened that they, they just like reached out to him via this like portal thing and we're like, yep, you're eligible. Come when you can. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. Thank God for stitches. I know it's such a weird thing. And then he took the stitches out himself though. Cause he's like, I'm not paying another like. 150 bucks just to have them like take this shit out yeah no that's like what I, I was like I'm gonna use super glue before I go and do this on my own like yeah or pay somebody else to do it so yeah along with that another thing that I wanted to discuss is just like we kind of touched on this with our last episode with just like prioritizing like self-care versus like work and your social life and stuff but like something that is way harder that I don't think we gave enough um, like kudos to the adults in our life is like just keeping up with everyday life as an adult dude that is like I way underestimated like having a life cooking dinner going to work like I now get it when my dad like freaked out on me like when he was he would call when he was at work and he'd be like can you take out meat for dinner <gasps> oh my and god now yeah. it's like 
fuck, I forgot to take out meat for dinner. So what are we going to eat? Oh, wow. I, yeah, I, I don't ever do that. Like I never like thaw meat or like freeze meat. Um, so I, that never occurred to me, but wow. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah. Like there's so much that just goes into a day where you're like, it's not a big deal. Like we'll just eat cereal. But like when you are trying to plan your day and you're planning on cooking chicken for dinner and you have to eat that before it expires and you have to, I was going to make this with the chicken and that's going to expire tonight if we don't eat it. And now we don't have the chicken to eat and rah. Oh my gosh. And just like <laughs> how like chores and stuff are literally never ending. And never like, ending. I used to, I used to like, I remember so so many big eye rolls and my mom would like get mad when I would like put something somewhere I would just like set something down and obviously like the other half like in my head I'm like I'm just like setting it here like what's the big deal and then but the other half of that is it it will get left there and then I will never put it away right the other half of that is like I just have to make that disappear and you won't recognize that I made it disappear but I still did and that's still like an extra thing for me to do now yeah, like, and just thinking about, like, my mom was a machine, mm-hmm. um, like, especially, like, before, I mean, actually, no, this, even when we were moving to Texas, but I remember um, very vividly, like, being um, in New York still, and so, like, my parents are divorced, so I was living with my mom um, most of the time, but then she would, so, like, in the mornings, have to, like, wake me up make sure that I would get ready she gets ready then we go then we go she takes me to the babysitter's house and then she goes to work then picks me up at 5 30 then comes home she starts working out like in the apartment while she starts like she starts dinner then starts working out then comes back finishes dinner finishes her workout feeds me then she showers then we have to do homework and I'm like oh my god when did you have a life (laughs) she didn't she didn't that's the answer is like you don't have a life unless you have somebody like you know this is like I used to judge the shit like when I first kind of became an adult and like started thinking about what I wanted my adult life to look like and it's like oh, she is a nanny or like she has a cleaning person. Like they're not doing it all. Like I'm going to do it all. Like fuck that. Like I will have a nanny. I will have a cleaning person. Like otherwise I'm going to play in traffic. Yeah. I mean like that's the thing. If, If you can have help, why not? Yeah. Why? Like we don't have to be a hero here. Yeah, and like asking for help. We we just talked about this in our last episode, so like I don't want to be a dead horse here, but like holy frick, it's important to ask for help. So even if you're like not in a position to have like a cleaning person, like I don't have one right now, but like I've been thinking about it. Um, but like I consider my luxury as like a dog walker. Like I even two years ago I probably would have judged that. Like, why don't you walk your own damn dogs? Having a dogs is a luxury, like walk them yourself but like it is so nice for me to just like know that they're taken care of and like when I get home if I don't want to walk them or if I have other things that I have to do because it's just been a busy day or I get like stuck at work like a little bit later then like I don't have to do that and your dogs don't have to suffer because right like you have a busy day or schedule or whatever right how are your dogs doing oh can you hear me? yeah <laughs> Golly, Rowan is just finding something to be mad about. <laughs> but I think, and I'm sure all of our friends that are listening that have kids are like, mm-hmm, yeah. uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> like, imagine. <laughs> and I like there. I remember um, there was something, like I was in a group chat like with my friends. I may have already told this story. I can't remember. Um, but they – I some something was happening where they're talking about just like how freaking busy they are and I was just like man you guys are like super women like I don't I don't know how you do it and then one of them found this meme and it was like everyone moms are moms are heroes like you do it all like I don't know how you do it and then it's like moms 
we we are not we need help and and then everyone keep up the good work like you're doing great and his mom's just like no we need help (laughs) and I felt so bad because I'm like wow yeah that's like that's really true, huh? Like everyone's just like, wow, mom, also, you're so great. I'm not going to take care of your kid. <laughs> <laughs> but also I have two children named Rowan and Enzo. <laughs> and Rob. <laughs> Rob, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I also, I like, I don't know. I just think your priorities shift though. Like we have a lot of extra side jobs that like we probably won't have or like we'll have to reprioritize when we have kids and stuff. But like- that's a huge um, shift that's probably going to happen in the next few years for us with that, like, holy cow, like, are we going to be able to do, like, all these things plus work a full-time job? Like, probably not. Oof, yeah. And you actually said something earlier that, or just a second ago about asking for help, which triggered me back, not triggered me, but triggered a thought back to like when we were chatting earlier before we started recording is it's so hard to know how like asking for help is hard because sometimes you don't know what to ask for well and then it also also what we were chatting about to fill our listeners in is just like asking for help in general and like how Erica and I are traditionally pretty stubborn with asking for help so when we do we like it leaves us feeling very vulnerable and it leaves us feeling um, almost like a burden. And then if that help is not received, it makes us stop asking because we're like, well, that was stupid. I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like, oh, I just put myself out there and it wasn't even worth it because I didn't get what I needed. Yeah. So I think like a good takeaway point for that is like be specific when you like what you were saying, though, is like it's hard to be specific because you don't always know what you need. But like the takeaway for our listeners, I guess, from my from my perspective is like be specific when asking for help. And if you are being asked for help from somebody who doesn't typically do that, like help them. (laughs) Even I think just a little bit, I think especially like with Mariah and I, we say this a lot, but I think even just with an acknowledgement goes such a long way just to be like, hey, like I see you're struggling. Is there anything that I can do? And, you know, it's on people like Mariah and I to be able to say like, yes, this is what you you can do, Um, which is, I think, uh, a difficult, a difficult ask. The specific scenario, though, because talking about like Mariah and I were talking about like making dinner um, and how it's just uh, like the the guys are like, well, I, I don't want to be in your way. Like, I you know, I'm not good at this and I'm going to fuck it up. And so I'm trying to do the favor by not doing it because me fucking it up is just like adding another thing. But then also it's like, like um, so, so, for, so you're I'm just going to sit there, you lazy piece of shit. Yeah. So, so it's like, oh, so you're just not going to do anything and I'm going to do everything. But it's like, what? so what do you ask for? Take that scenario. Like, okay, I'm going to ask for help. What do you ask for? Oh, I, I need you to cook dinner. Oh, well, then I'm going to still be upset because I don't like how you did it. Right. <laughs> or like, oh, I need you to stay out of my way. Oh, well, you're not going to help me. <laughs> like, I, so on that end, when I say like, oh, we need to figure out how to ask for help. It's almost like, we need to figure out how to quit being such stubborn pains in the asses so that people can actually help us. This is, this goes back to our delegating tasks episode. Like we're not control freaks, but let me show you the right way to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, saying I'm a control freak, but you're doing that wrong. I, I had to check myself last night um, because I was cooking dinner. This is, is what's so funny is like I was cooking dinner and I was like making this like pasta thing um it's like this it's like a fettuccine sauce made out of cauliflower which sounds gross but I promise 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 it's delicious and Rob loves it we make it all the time and but like you you cook the pasta and I had the I had the pasta sitting in the strainer in the sink and so like everything was done and he was like okay what can I do and I was like can you just grab the pasta out of the sink and pour it into this pan that like has the everything else in it and like I'll stir it up and but he didn't shake out like mm-hmm. yeah and so now so then he's like pouring pouring the pasta and he's doing literally what I asked him to do but now there's like water Noodle flying water. ever yeah. yeah and I'm like 
just never mind. <laughs> yeah, you like don't want to yell, but you're like, what the fuck? Like, where's the common sense? It's like, it's just man logic, though. Like, you literally, you literally, he did exactly what you asked, but like, you, it's like more effort that you needed to be more specific of like, hey, pour that in, but first shake it out. Like, mm-hmm. it's more. But effort. also, you know, like, and that's why, like, I found myself starting to, like, get mad. And I was like, you know, this is dumb. Like, this is not a thing that I need to be mad about because I know to do this because I do – I cook this meal every single week. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just moving fast and, like, he doesn't know. So I need to – I need to relax. <laughs> <laughs> Easier said than done, though. Easier said than done because then you're – like, the second you got, like, a little bite that was a little watery, you're going to be like, well <laughs> – It'd be nice if these noodles weren't fucking so watery. (laughs) It'd be nice if you could just strain some freaking pasta. (laughs) Like a normal human. We're we're meanies. We're monsters. Monstars. (laughs) Okay. I'm that dad joke. Um, Do you have anything else to add? Uh, no, I think guys, thanks for bearing with us. I think we just needed a good vent sesh, you know, just to talk about how life is hard <laughs> and we're a little spoiled. <laughs> oh, big time spoiled. By I'm our... big time spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. We just need moments like this to recognize it every once in a while. But anyway, guys, if you like what you hear, um, <laughs> share us with your friend. If you didn't like what you heard this week, still listen to us. Um, <laughs> yeah. Give us another try. Try another episode. Um, <laughs> share us with a friend, tag us in your stickers, um, where you're posting your stickers. Let us know if you want stickers. What else you got? Leave us a review. All the things. You guys know. You can find us on Instagram at likehonestlypod. Take it from there. Okay. Have a good week, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.